0: Censorship reflects a society's lack of confidence in itself. Potter Stewart, former Associate Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and today we're going to be talking about an issue that I've talked about before here, the issue of censorship and how it revises our history. And first, a personal note. It's a distinct possibility that I mythologize Generation X far more than I should. It's true that as the first latchkey kids, we became self-sufficient earlier than subsequent generations and that we had some of the best music ever created. But we have our shortcomings as well, perhaps first among them falling into a nostalgic haze long before most of us hit 50. One thing we can't be accused of, however, is being fragile. We're the last ones who, as a generation, played outside after dark without fear of abduction, rode in cars without seatbelts, and smoked inside. We didn't need content, trigger, be very afraid warnings we knew without being told that, unlike Wiley e. Coyote in the Looney Tunes cartoons, we would not walk away unscathed if we fell off the south rim of the Grand Canyon. We also didn't need content warnings in our literature, something that's gone beyond ridiculous in schools and universities today. Telling me as a kid that books from The Shining to The Lord of the Flies would mess me up because insert objectional content here, would have just made me want to read it even more while spoiling important plot points in the process. We've fallen very far. I'm visiting this topic again because of some recent stories and one that's just so outrageous I hesitate to even mention it. A content warning was issued to students of a Scottish university that Ernest Hemingway's Pulitzer Prize winning novel The Old Man in the Sea contained graphic scenes of fishing. Yes, graphic scenes of fishing. But anyway, let's get on to the more important ones. Far more troubling than a warning about fishing is that officials at the University of Greenwich have added a content warning to Jane Austen's novel, Northanger Abbey, because it contains, quote, gender stereotypes, sexism, and toxic relationships, end quote, that could upset some students. Do they get credit for at least having the courage to attach such a ridiculous claim to one of the greatest female writers ever? No, they don't. A pox on all their houses. The second story that greatly troubled me was that the publishers of Roald Dahl's works are literally rewriting them to remove words like fat to describe characters, to add more gender inclusive terms, and to generally purge anything not considered woke enough for sensitive 21st century readers. Now thankfully, the public outcry about this was so great that they're going to keep the originals as they are but still put out an updated, altered, more sensitive version. So I don't know if that's really completely a victory or not, but at least the originals remain. This is not a slippery slope, however. It's a sheer cliff. In the span of a few years, we've moved from a warning about the inconceivable horrors of deep-sea fishing to actively destroying a beloved artist's work after his death. If some so-called enlightened Puffin Press employee wants to be a writer, they should compose their own inclusive and accessible stories and leave James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, and all of Dahl's other works alone. It's ironic that the very people lamenting the rise of authoritarian leaders around the globe are the ones quickest to censor literature in a way that would make Joseph Goebbels squeal with glee. He, of course, went the book-burning route in 1930s Germany, but would surely see this method as far more effective and much harder to trace. We have to stand firm against this type of censorship or we'll lose vast amounts of our art, literature, and culture, all of which are a part of our history and, as I've said before many times teach us history far better than a textbook does. Finally, if you ever see a content warning, or rather hear a content warning, on one of these episodes, you can be sure that I've been replaced by a chat GPT imposter. Stay vigilant, my friends, and we'll see you next time.